TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You found the Playmakers on CBS Sports Radio 1140. Let's get down to business. I was like, this is very ominous, but now. Well, now, yeah. Now. You're waiting for the little steam vents above the stage to start puffing out smoke at full speed. I would say we're talking, but that's what the music is doing. There you go. We got to get down to business. We got to have a work pale mentality tonight if we are in that locker room for the Vegas Gold Knights, which you and I are not, but it is a metaphorical we because we are all in this together. We're going to forget about Monday. Tonight? Well, listen, if we can forgive Taylor Swift for her role in Cats, we can certainly forgive the Golden Knights for what happened on Sunday. I don't forgive James Corden for everything. He's overexposed. Okay. Um, (laughs) Avs are... The Avs. We know. We, the cream of the we, crop. Are, we are who they thought. We, 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 they are who we thought they were. Correct. There's no doubt about exactly. it. Exactly. Uh, lines, lines, lines. They just keep coming at you. They keep coming at you. They keep coming at you. They do, but it's all about that top one. Truth. But that top one, as uh, we know, has played together for many, many seasons. Mm-hmm. They, they can blink and wink at each other, and they know exactly where each other's going to be at any point and period in time. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be a very tough challenge for the Knights to be able to steal one from Colorado at Ball Arena tonight. Absolutely. It's, it's going to be hard to beat them in any game, period. But this is the one that we have in front of us. And you can't get too overinflated in uh, in terms of the respect that you're giving the team. But it's easy to do when you get as spanked as they did in game one. But I have a feeling that a lot of those guys, you because it was so bad, you're just like an anomaly. Because in many ways it was. So there were really no games in the regular season in which it was that big of a difference between those two teams. And so it was just, I think, them coming off uh, a game seven less than 48 hours, tired legs, and an abs team that was rested up and ready to go and, and wanted to prove like they were not rusty and that they are firmly in the place that they are, which is the number one seed and the alpha in this uh, in this playoff bracket. No, oh, we know they are. It's okay. very clear. They, we know it. I hate, I hate to go back to what teams looked. Uh, if you look back at the start of the season where the Knights were, and you yeah. had to give them a definition or some sort of identity, does that identity hold up right now? From Ooh. from five months ago, as opposed to, to be honest, the Colorado Avalanche, who we 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 again, they are who they we thought they were, right away from yeah. the start to the finish. There really weren't that many struggles, and the struggles that they did go through came due to injury or hurt. That's a lot of struggles. Right. That, they, that they was they the main reason co- why right. they were eliminated last year was the hurt right. thing. But they went through COVID this year. Twice. Twice, Paul. But they're still the same team. 
They are, but they're not. They are, but they're not because you're, you're only you in the in the current moment that you're in. Because even 10 minutes ago, I'm never going to be the person that I was. And I'm, I don't know what I'm going to be 10 minutes in the future, but it's going to be different from the person that I am now. But the only thing that you have control over is who you are in that moment and and what that looks like effort level wise, what that looks like commitment wise, what that looks like finishing wise. And it's a mentality. I think it's a good thing for the Golden Knights to have an underdog mentality. It's the one that we usually associate with the word misfit around here because it, that's what, what, the, what the first season was. And nobody had any expectations. You just expected them to get eliminated the second they got in the playoffs. And then, oh, wait, they beat the Canes. Well, it's okay because the Jets will get them. Oh, no, the Jets didn't get them. It, they, you just keep going and surprising people. And that's you kind of have to surprise the Avs. But in a way. But is it possible to do so? I don't know. But that, that's the thing, Paul, is that I, I don't think you can take them by surprise because they're going to expect the kitchen sink because what, everybody's been doing that to them every, every single game all season. Right. If you're the alpha, it's, it's what the other bottom feeder teams were doing to us and what we what we would bring to them and what they would bring to us, whether we were playing Tahoe at Ball Arena or, or here at T-Mobile Arena. But you have to put your best foot forward. And that's not what the Knights did the other day. And so it's about maintaining that that balance early on if they score fine you better answer right away that's what i'm looking for i'm looking for a matched intensity a matched energy level uh a way for this team to recapture its own destiny in game if it doesn't get off to the right start because more likely than not it's going to go in the favor of the Colorado Colorado Avalanche. But does this team have enough in its tank? Does it have the the players available to it to be able to work their way out of those ruts into games? Are they able to commit to the grind that is needed by an underdog-type team against an alpha? We didn't see it in game one, but game two is an excellent uh, time to start. Well, sure. Scratching and clawing your way, you know, into a game and knowing, you know, the, you know, the abs know that the Knights are going to give them their best oppor- their best effort tonight. And I don't, you know, again, game one should have been, we shouldn't be talking about, well, they didn't give their best effort in game one. Well, damn it, we're in the playoffs. How many more opportunities right. do you get Correct. at this point? So, you know, they have, you know, we know that Martinez and Petrangelo and Shea and, and, and Nick Holden are going to do their thing. We, mm-hmm. we know that defensively they're going to be a lot more sound. That's going to be very clear because you know that whatever magic that they didn't have in game one will return somehow in game two, whether it's just defensive assignments and reminding themselves that, listen, we are the Golden Knights. And maybe that's why I come back to that identity thing, because sometimes teams in the playoffs forget who they are. Right. They, once they get there, they kind of go, OK, well, let's adapt. Let's do something different. And we saw how well that worked out for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mm-hmm. We saw that how well that worked out, right. you know, for the Washington Capitals. All of a sudden, it felt like they were playing to the other team's strengths as opposed to playing to their own. Right. And that's where you get lost in a round like this, especially in a team. I'm okay with underdog mentality. That's that's fine. Because right. the Knights haven't found themselves in this situation. Betting-wise, you know, they're a plus. I'm like, hey, you're going to make some money on the Knights if they bounce back tonight and crush them. Great. Fantastic. Right. I'm okay, again, with underdog mentality, but I think I need to remind myself, too, as a fan, as someone who watches these games, the Golden Knights are a pretty damn good hockey team. Oh, 100%. 100%. And that's why, 
it really does come down to that start. They, the abs were so on top of them in the first game that the Golden Knights didn't have time to remember who they were because they were so firmly put in a place where they didn't want to be, which was chasing, which was in not just chasing the scoreboard, but chasing every single 50-50 battle, every single puck, because it was so firmly in the hands of that top line of the Colorado Avalanche. That's why there's really nowhere to go but up for this squad. And yeah, you know that you're capable of beating this team. It was a, it was a straight split right down the middle until that president's trophy game. And you lost that game by one goal. Like it's not, it's, it's not rocket science, but it will turn into be if you allow the abs to do whatever the hell they want. If their D are allowed to break the puck out on their own and just skate it through the neutral zone before even getting touched and they set up in zone. Now you're not even talking about their best players uh, coming to dinner. They're not even setting the table anymore. They're just, yes, they're, they're your secondary options. And so there are all these little ways in which um, Vegas can kind of, uh, at least make the the giant Jenga tower that is the confidence that is the game for the Colorado Avalanche a little more wobbly, and they just weren't in the position to do any of those things uh, in game one. But with a better start and not chasing and not getting just absolutely destroyed, like there's a certain point in that game where you just kind of go into survival mode, fight or flight mode, as, as like your ego as a player. And they went fight mode. They went right. full Brodsky bullies, and it didn't work. And that's the identity crisis that, right. that they went through in game one. Exactly. So, not that team. so don't go down that street. Go down a different street. Go uh, take take another two blocks down and, and see where we're at. But regardless, you need to show up better in the beginning. You have to be ready to play, not just prepared. I know they're saying, although we've, we've reviewed video, we were going to make a lot of little adjustments. But it's about being able to translate that into the actual gameplay right away. And it's not like, like you said, we need the, we need the magic. We need this. Well, it's not like they're not bringing their own wizard. And so it's it's about not getting too high and not getting too low and just putting your head down and going to work. And it's as simple as that. And you can extrapolate that. But the abs are ready to do that in game one and the nights were let's start there and then work our way up. Well, as as, the, as we let into the segment, let's get down to business. I think yeah. that's the key. Games and games are not won and lost on paper. Games are not won no. and lost on social media. And you were, we're all clever and fun on social media. But when it comes down to it. They were embarrassed on Sunday mm-hmm. night. We all know Absolutely it. You exposed. can't color. You can't color outside the lines or in between the lines on this one. That's what it was. Yeah. And you're right about a fast start. I agree. They've got to get. Ro- they've got to get rolling. But it's not even a fast start. You just need to make sure that they don't get off to the, their best start. That's it. It's if you can score and you get off to a good start, awesome. But it's about slowing that train down, or at least not letting it get up to speed or getting downhill. The Blues didn't have any answers for him. No. Which was kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. Because there was no blueprint in the playoffs that was that was aligned, you know, and, and the Blues went. The Blues had their own COVID deal going into the playoffs as well, too. Yeah, but they didn't provide much help to be honest. They didn't honest. have the personnel to keep up. We right. barely do, Paul. We barely do, and we're not dealing with the with the injuries and everything else like the Blues were, at least not to their level. But that that's what I was kind of saying about yesterday when we were talking about the the completion of the first round and what that means for for the games and for the teams that are remaining. There's nowhere to hide. You have to bring your best game. Because if you don't, it's not going to even be close. You have to bring your best game because without it, you have no chance. Because even their B-level game is probably just as good enough to beat yours. And so that's it's a very tall task. It's a huge challenge. And guys have to step up. 
but it's not just stepping up on the score sheet. It's stepping up to Nathan McKinnon. It's taking the body on him. It's forcing him and Ronchin and Langeskog to go into areas that are lower danger. How about we start using some of that physicality to filter those guys down low into lower danger areas. So then we start taking away menu selections from them. You can't make this play. You can't make this play. Beat me this way. Beat me from below the goal line. So then I have an easier time keeping track of these guys here. If they're down in the corner, like they were just let uh, to roam free and color outside whatever line that they wanted. You have to impose some boundaries here. We're all learning about relationship dynamics. It's the same thing here. You have to have a backbone tonight to have a chance. So yeah, St. Louis allowed the Avs to do whatever, really whatever they wanted to. Knights did the same thing in game one. And tonight, without McNabb again, clearly this team is trying to figure out how to fill that void. Ryan Reeves as well, another guy who's going to have to sit for a couple of games no matter what. You know, right. there are, we were, we're a little bit banged up. No sick hasn't returned yet. And Yanmark took that hit game one, obviously. Yep, which game time decision. Led to some of those issues. So you're right about different different names different players on the ice having to do a few more things outside maybe not decide outside of their comfort zone but outside of where they've normally been playing in terms of their role yes. i'm not just out here to skate a shift to make sure that mark stone stays fresh the entire game right. i'm out here to like produce put some pressure on be that a threat. D. be a threat draw pressure away from the guys that most of it is focused upon and you can you can look at it from the other side too of how how to defend um their top guys as well but yeah there it's an overall better effort needed tonight and just these little intricacies that we'll get into a little bit later in in the program of just forcing the avs to their plan b What's one thing that people can hang on to right now is they're headed out the door. Maybe they're headed off to happy hour, maybe getting the early seat at the bar because we know, you know, playoffs mm-hmm. are much different. I want to make sure I've got a good seat. I can see the TVs. What's something, what's one thing that a fan can hang their hat on right now tonight that they can walk in, sit down at the table and go, I know something that you don't know. And I'm going to share this with you right now. The Knights need to cut down on physically overcommitting to plays and making mistakes. There are so Many instances that players get too deep in the offensive zone to get back and back check and pick somebody up or or maybe just like don't lose the puck and just do a one and done where the puck's going back the other way. But there's an unconscious floating that happens when you're start when you're not doing your stops and starts as crisply when you're not um, really that magnet to the puck and you'll start floating towards their top players and opening up those side outlets. Like I was just talking about a, a couple of minutes ago of, of forcing them down into lower danger areas and being very cognizant of well-timed changes to dampen that neutral zone, which is the battleground zone of this series. If they want to win this game, they need to at least control the neutral zone 50%, but you can't have that play where McKinnon is is loading up just like in Lake Tahoe and building up speed. Kale McCars is very capable himself. They need to slow the abs down in the neutral zone. If they're able to do that and not overcommit, that's going to be a huge, huge wind and breath in the sails for your Vegas Gold Knights. All right, take that one with you as you head off to happy hour and get ready for tonight's game. We will talk about keys to victory coming up in our number two. But on the way, would you like to work for Brad Stevens? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.